Frosty the Snowman was Are you going to show everybody your new fourth degree black belt that you finally yes. got? Oh my god, it's over there. Should I? Yeah, you should go should grab I go it. snatch it. Go snatch it up a little bit. So Raina's been a fourth degree for a minute now, but she just hasn't been back to the dojo to pick it up. Oh. So she just picked it up. Yes, I just picked it up. I'll do a little show and tell. Please do. This is, see, my name is right here. And there's my one, two, three, four. Here, let me do this. One, two, three, four. So, and then honestly, I need to remember what I had them put here. I can't exactly remember. Oh, look how beautiful and crisp she is. Like, my third degree black belt, it's beat the shit out of it right now. Like, I've had that for, well, since I was 12. So, for seven years, I've had the same belt. So, now that I have this one and it's so pretty and clean, like, I just feel like, oh, my God, I can't wait to wear it. Wow. Everybody, please give it up. I'm, I'm trying to remember which one is the applause. Please give it up for Raina. Fourth degree. <laughs> God damn it. Fourth degree. Fourth degree black belt, baby. <laughs> um, also, we are wearing today um, our a threat, threat bombers. bombers. So Raina's a custom one. Show them, Rain. So on this side, we have a threat. Eee, my right shoulder's a little threat. Knock <laughs> them out. Bow, bow. And then this side has RV, my initials. And then I'm not trying to like, you're being a horrible show. Because you're like right here. They can't see it. I'm trying. Let me help you. Okay. Ooh. So if you pull it, <laughs> you can't get it. Okay. Yeah, daddy. So there's RV, her initials, obviously. A katana. And then the number 11, which is very special for me. Let me show the other side. Right there, it's reflective. Right there, and then oh, can I show the back? Yeah, can you show the back? The back's like my fave. Ah, I can't look, go at like them. look at them tigers, the griffs. And then we have tigers. Obviously, Reyna fucking loves tigers. Mm -hmm. And so we have that with the threat logo. Look how beautiful, guys. And um. <gasps> I designed that with Aaron. Yeah, and I'm going to have to post the video of when you guys gave it to me because I was full on sobbing. So, no, it was I'll such a that. that was such a um, special moment because we um, we gave that to Raina for her official signing with a threat. And yeah, um, we had like a whole dinner and, you know, we have so many pictures and all this good stuff, but it's. I don't know. It's so sentimental, and I'm sure we'll post it here very soon. But it, we were more in the moment than like making a bunch of social media posts, I guess. And I love that because when does that ever happen? I feel like we're always in content creation mode. But that night was so special. Also, I'm wearing the. Um, oh this yes, is, this is the OG. This is the OG one. Um, it just has a thread, so this is the like original font that we had. Then um, the back. So this is like the A Threat Studio. Like my ass is gonna be shown. But um, basically it says the A Threat Studio. I don't even know if you can see Wait, my hair. Wait, what does it say on the back? It's A Threat Studio and then it says every single song that I taught to at the A Threat Studio. So every class. Be I saw Bedrock. I can't get your, your Bedrock. Um, but anyway, so That's beautiful. we're just wearing, I think we're just on our matching thing. Maybe that'll just be our thing for the pod. We always just come in matching fits. That's going to be your thing from now on for show. Rock in. I'm sorry. I, I have murder on my mind now since you told me that story. Dude, it's pretty crazy. Okay. I don't know if you guys have heard about the, um, 
the tragedy that happened at U of I, University of Idaho, there was four students that were brutally murdered um, a couple days ago. And it it's really hitting me hard because um, I stayed at University of Idaho with my then boyfriend who um, was in Sigma Chi and I stayed at the house with him and I like snuck into the classes with him and you know went to the parties and and just got to know the people and it was just such a safe uh, town yeah and you know this just happened there um, not at the Sigma Chi house but the out of house or Sigma Chi um, maybe I'm butchering how to say this but um, you know my ex-boyfriend like that's where he was all the time he would study for his exams there they would have the events and parties there right and i mean obviously it really really affects him because it's like he knows just everything about the area and everything but still i have so many like, memories there and to hear that something so horrific like happened there it just like it just shows you that it can happen to you. It can, these things can happen to anybody. And so you just have to be, you know, as safe as you can be. And, and it's just like so sad to hear about. And so, and, and the crazy thing about it that just feels so surreal is that he spent time in those same rooms that they were murdered in, right? Like, yeah. I mean, the God. whole, the whole house. I mean, there's, <sighs> yeah, like it's, it's so crazy. I mean, um, his fraternity brothers that he was in the fraternity with were like in that house, like living there, I think, what, like two years ago or something. Yeah. So like, this is like, this is pretty crazy. And if you don't know, so Moscow out, <laughs> Moscow, I'm like really butchering everything. But U of I, um, you know, from what my ex told me was like, so safe to where like girls could just wear high heels um, at 3 a.m. in the freezing cold and walk home at night with no worries. There was like no intense crime or anything like that whatsoever. It was so safe. So to now have literally four people brutally murdered there, it's like just, it was hard for me to sleep last night. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Crazy because that's all I've been thinking about since you told me. Because I live alone and you live alone in LA. And that's just terrifying. Because, you know, I've I've had my, um, I don't know, men ruin everything. <laughs> the bad ones ruin everything. The like, bad ones. I've, not every, not every no, man is bad. Not every man yeah. is bad. But just I've had some terrifying encounters like ever since I was younger, but that's just what being a woman is, you know? Yeah, I think um, one thing I was talking to Raina about is like our security um, now, you know, where we live, we have to be very, very careful with all the security measures because, you know, that's one thing that people don't really talk about is security is a lot of money. It's a lot of money, especially with like, you know, Kim Kardashian, for example, right? The mm -hmm. whole robbery in Paris and all these different things. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to imagine she spends like millions of dollars on security all the time. Um, and if you don't have a lot of money to pay for these like security measures and bodyguards and stuff like that, it literally could cost you your life. Right. And it's so crazy because, you know, one thing that people don't talk about is how expensive it is to be a celebrity. You have, there was a whole... Um, 
article written up. I forget what the publication was, but it was Sydney Sweeney. She was talking about it. She's like, people don't understand that like I am still job to job, even though she's one of the biggest actresses, you know, outright That's now. That's insane. She's like, I'm still job to job because I have my publicist retainer and then they give you like an estimate. I mean, publicists range from like 5,000 a month to, you know, 20. I mean, it just depends on how much work they do. You have um, your manager, your agent, you have multiple agents depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. They get commissions from what you make. Then you have your business management who makes, you know, commissions or like a percentage gross of like what you make. Um, and then you pay for assistance, security, hair and makeup, like every red carpet that celebrities go to, they have to pay for the makeup, the hair, the styling, um, and this stuff adds up. Like it's yeah. a lot. Um, and so bringing it back to this whole situation, like security is expensive, but it's like really necessary. And like also just taking extra precautions to make sure that um, you're protected and like you, and they know who you, like the security knows who you are and knows what to look out for to make sure that like we're safe, you know? Right. But then the worst part is, is when those security guards are part of the problem. <laughs> Wait, no, okay, yes. I love this like entry because I yes, please tell them the story of that. That is God, so crazy. It was it was terrifying I, because I uh, live in a very like secure place. I spend a lot of money for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Um and there was this one time that I remember it was Super Bowl Sunday that we had just spent together and we got a little lit. Mm-hmm. And so I was coming home and it was a female security guard, love her to death she's incredible and then it was a male security guard we call him chicken crust because i remember this one time <laughs> like I was, chicken crust i was going downstairs to get a like a parking pass for a guest and and he just started randomly telling me that um i would love chicken crust pizza and that his mom makes pizza crust out of chicken make it make sense i, I was like why don't you just use dough and he was like, "Chicken crust. It's better with chicken." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Did you? They must like, dip in that the moment. Bre- do they dip the bread? Bro, I have no fucking clue. In that moment, I should have known he was a psychopath and just been like, "I'll be on my merry way." <laughs> Thank you very fucking much. Yeah, like keep your chicken crust, please, to Thank yourself. You. Like, adios. I'm more than good. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I was just like, you know, making conversation with them, um, and I forget exactly what I said, but. I was like, oh, did you guys do anything for the Super Bowl? And they're like, nah, just been working. And um, I like jokingly said to the girl, like, hey, girl, like, if you wanna, if you wanna have fun, like, you know where to find me. You know what I mean? I said that as a joke to the girl. So I'm walking up to my place, and you know, I'm in my place. I'm about to take a shower. Like, I'm fully naked. I, I lock the door just as like i that's a precaution i always take after things that happened when i was younger right and all of a sudden there's there's a knock on my door and it's 3 a.m i'm like who could this be Mm. um and i go to look through the peephole and it's the same fucking security guard chicken crust chicken crust it's fucking chicken crust right outside my door so i was like 
what the fuck i was happy that i locked my door because one thing that's scary about the security guards here is that they have the codes for every single apartment here for, mm, oh shit for legal purposes like if there's a, an emergency or something like even the maintenance people have the codes yeah so that they because they, they have permission to enter and that's something like you sign in your lease so that's why i was so terrified and why i was so glad i locked the door because he could get in and i was like oh my fuck I was like what like i was still drunk so i was like okay just stay quiet just stay quiet because i didn't want to like have an issue here he stays there for 30 fucking minutes just outside my door and just stands there yeah this fucking door just stands there and just I keeps knocking at 3 a.m no he only knocked once that was that was the fucking weird thing i was like oh he's being like predatory right now it was strange it's okay. almost like he didn't want me to know that he was there for that long. You know what I mean? Like he wanted to catch you maybe like leaving, leaving. or something? Le- yeah. Dude, that's so... Okay, so what did you do? So did you just like... So I, I took a picture of him through my peephole cause I, just for proof because I knew I needed to go to leasing next day and be like, hey, something fucking weird here. I've never taken a picture through a peephole. How, does Girl, it look like drunk. distorted? <laughs> it was, so... Like distorted like a fishbowl. I'm like, what does that look like? The picture is so fucking stupid. It's like a fisheye effect on like his head. You're like this man, and they look at him, and it's just like like blown up head. Brown hair and it's like an eye, and that's all you can see. I'm like fucking fantastic. Oh my god. But anyway, so eventually he leaves. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? So the next day I kind of like processed it and I was like, oh, this is that was really strange but like i'm scared to go to leasing because what if he's there mm-hmm. and i just didn't want to like have a run in with him you know what i mean i didn't like yeah because that's because i was like oh god I, I don't know what his intentions were yeah because what if his intentions were like to fucking like you said catch me off guard or yeah. to harm me in any way so i was like oh we need to be careful so a week later i went to leasing and i was like okay by the way this happened a week ago and she's like Raina, right and i was like yeah and she's like don't worry he was fired that night and i was like what the fuck and she was like yeah so basically the female security guard that was working that night shout out to her she followed him to my apartment you know had proof and evidence that he followed me to my apartment and and looked in the system what apartment number is Raina of landingham is like freaky shit like that took a picture of that got proof escorted him out and said you need to leave tonight and he was like whatever and then she got him fired the next day like filed the paperwork that night and got him fired the next day and i was like oh she's my fucking queen and they were like yeah in addition to him following you back to your apartment apparently she had been like taking notes of things he was saying about you and about other women and like things he wanted to do like really freaky shit Mm -hmm. so shout out to her she was really looking out for me because she knew that i was you know a little bit defenseless when you're like a little bit lit i mean it's hard to like your senses aren't that keen you know what i mean Ooh, bars but anyways that's so that is so scary like i oh my god especially at 3 a.m like that is when like the paranoia is that high peak of oh my god is somebody coming in to kill me so i can only imagine like just somebody standing there like 
Dude, oh my god sleeping that night was fucking the rough. weapon wall is gonna be put to use no for real and Boom, I didn't have you the ready we- i didn't have the weapon wall at that time you and I was didn't like, oh shit but i i did have my weapons in here you know yeah. i stay i stay strapped but uh no it was it was terrifying and then i remember telling my parents and they were like you like honestly i should have gotten that month free or something some sort of fucking perk or yeah, at least be able to something. you know That's kick like his really ass scary like that put me in a room really with him scary. and let me kick his ass something yeah. You know. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that obviously you're okay, but that that's the kind of stuff that's so interesting. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the security guard thing because at my, um, at the place that I lived before the place I live now, um, when I first moved in, um, you know, there's like the same security guards that you kind of get to know and you see right. around or whatever. And so I'm just kind of like living my life, you know, for the first couple months. And then I forget what happened, but I think that the security guard was talking to my friend or something and the security guard like slipped up and said like knew me. Like obviously like apparently he he slipped up and said something to where my friend called him out and he was like Uh, yeah i've been following samantha for a really long time on on instagram and so my friend then told me and i'm like oh my god you know it's it's one of those things where like you um like i'm honored that like obviously people are following me and like i love that that's obviously what i i want but it's kind of weird when like you've been like having small talk with somebody that you see around all the time and you have no idea that they are like a mega fan yeah and then later it be kind of became a problem to where i had to tell you know their boss about it because he was like every time i'd be in the elevator he'd then like um like if other people were in the elevator he'd be like oh my god like that's uh samantha long and she does this and like was like and i get it and i was like okay i get he's trying to be sweet i get i get yeah. that he's like you know a fan of mine and like he's excited but like you can't be telling people that i live here and you can't be telling them who i am and like they see just all this like where i live and all this stuff so right. anyways we had we had to do that because i think that these security cards they're just they're a little um i don't think they're used to like um they forget that their first and foremost job is to make people feel safe in where they live and that's the issue is like it's amazing if if you're a fan mm-hmm. of somebody but if 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 you're if you know where they live already and and they're aware of that too yeah then i feel like you shouldn't let them know that you're a fan because that in turn is just gonna like inherently make them feel uncomfortable yeah oh and then it was a thing because she was talking to him and he was next to like where everybody else who worked your friend in the building yeah my friend that that first interaction where she was talking to the security guard and he slipped up and he said he knew me and then started falling to the thing being like yeah he then turns around and he puts everybody else under the bus too he's like yeah we're all fans of samantha we know all of her videos and da 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 and my friend's like oh so this is like everybody okay it's an alliance and so i was like damn i really be looking fucking crusty i'm walking around here little do i know everybody here's like oh there she is you know i'm like walking in my starbucks in the morning oh my god that one time when we were um we were going up to to the roof to film and I was wearing fucking something really stupid. I think I was wearing a bucket hat with two hats on top. Yes. I was carrying two swords in one hand <gasps> yes. and a speaker in another. Yes. And my pants were falling down. 
so i was looking <laughs> fucking insane and same with you you were carrying a chair yeah i was carrying like, a chair like we were like lugging stuff to yeah, a location yeah we looked insane we get in the elevator and the guy is like you're you're reina right like you're the you're the martial artist girl and i was like oh fucking fantastic because I, I literally was just thinking in my head oh yeah this would be a great time for somebody to recognize me a fucking bucket hat and two dad caps no, i'm like the fuck? it's like the it's like the most reina thing ever it's like most wait are you like thing that ever. badass assassin and you're just like bucket hat two hats <laughs> holding this like yeah that's me that's me literally i was like yeah that's me <laughs> but um yeah those are just a couple stories because reina and i just have gone through a lot of like creepy shit and also we've just heard a lot of stories from our friends and so we've been um taking extra precautions recently with security and like doing a lot of extra stuff don't fucking try us yeah don't fucking try us like literally like we have all the equipment we're ready to fucking go don't test us weapon will you know also just fucking weird how weird do you have to be to be like a stalker of somebody and like try to get into their house like you know those people that like um no, break into like kendall jenner's house and start swimming in their pool there was what one guy who like broke into rihanna's house and was sleeping in her bed she was out of town at the time like this shit is so fucking God. weird like no, it's so you've scary got, you've got to be fucking insane like a chemical imbalance going up there if you if you feel as though that's okay to do to somebody yeah that's so just, like mm. i know when i get to that point and we've talked about this like we're both gonna have those like three hundred thousand dollar dogs that are trained to kill mm-hmm. like fucking try me mm-hmm. and my dogs are gonna have two katanas on their bags and they're gonna be able to grab it with their teeth and slice and dice your bitch like oh yeah ooh, when, when you go into my driveway there's like a button that you have to hit and if you hit the wrong button you get dropped into a pit of piranhas ooh. and then like there's also if you go through that one like i'm gonna have little like booby traps it's gonna ooh. like come down and like attack Ooh, so we're we're like kevin but next level kevin Who's, from home alone i was like who kevin who yes <laughs> tis the season tis the season tis the season, tis the season no of kevin. for real though like that's like my number one priority and that's why <laughs> like kevin i'm like i'm getting um a rottweiler or a yeah. pitbull for sure those are like one of the i think probably more of a rottweiler but like i'm gonna get it trained with like the fucking i mean i already special have, ops no yeah, but yeah, really literally. i actually know a guy and that he he trains dogs for like um uh the government oh shit that's badass but it's like it's and he's like the real fucking deal like he takes your dog when like it's like a puppy Mm -hmm. and trains it i think it's for like two to three months which is a long time away to be from your puppy but it's It's so fucking worth it because they're like the first few months they're insane yeah like those types of (laughs) you're like go deal with that literally bring it back to me when you know so i i have um we know zara we know zara she's she's half pitbull half german shepherd and she's a she's a shark Mm -hmm. she her teeth like she's a really sweet dog but if she if she were trained to kill she fucking could she's got a crazy strong ass jaw and Mm -hmm. teeth too it's scary sometimes like when she's trying to play like she gets scary sometimes like you've seen it yeah well when she started to bite my hand i was like damn okay i'm gonna step back a little bit yeah she needs to be trained because she's she's a baby still so she doesn't like understand that when she bites it fucking hurts like she thinks she's tiny but i need to get her trained 
yeah but she's yeah she's definitely a fierce one she could i would be i would be scared of zara for real for real yeah listen Um, to that shit look how pretty my lip gloss is i just love this new lip gloss alert yeah very shiny yeah that color would not work on me um you think yeah no my my complexion would that would not work i um went through this phase when i was like just like a couple years ago and i did this dark tone lipstick i don't know i just kept it and i had it for like over a year and i look back at pictures and i'm like what the hell was i doing that looks fucking crazy anyway outside of that we're approaching the holiday season thanksgiving 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 we give christmas and you know what that means what does it mean oh (laughs) oh family issues what does that mean well, you know, most people are going to be around family members, um, which is great for a lot of people. But for a lot of people, it also is emotionally and physically draining, depending on like the situation. I know for me a while back, it was it's always been really hard for holidays for me personally, because I'm the only person in my family that lives in the West Coast, that lives in California. Yeah. My family has slowly but surely kind of like spread out all over, but nobody's as far out as me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's either in Tennessee, you know, we got Texas, we've got Louisiana. So when it's come to like family events, I'm always the person that's expected to fly to where they are, mm-hmm. which is a lot, like it's a lot to do. Um, and so I've had to do that for like all the seasons and I'm like, it's, it get it becomes so exhausting. Like I love obviously seeing family so much, but it's, you know, it's a lot of energy and time and money to get there, you know, compared oh, to like, let me just drive down the neighborhood to everybody's houses. Like, um, and so that for me has always been like the struggle for the holidays. But how about you, Raina? Honestly, the first thing I thought of when you sit, when you brought up family issues and Thanksgiving, <laughs> I just heard the question ringing in my head. Have you been in anything I, I would have seen you in recently? Like talking about acting. I'm like, come on. Like that's and then I have to have the same fucking conversation I have with them every single year. That's not how it works. And also, mind you, so like my thanksgiving i feel like is a pretty unique situation because basically i have two different thanksgivings and they're back to back we have one on thursday and one on friday the one on thursday is the arabic family thanksgiving the one on friday is the indian family thanksgiving so i'm not arabic but um my uncle's side of the family is so big and we've been around them our entire lives so for 19 years i've known these people and i love them so they're kind of like my family too Mm -hmm. but that one i want to say is like 100 people and then the one on friday is like only like 30 but it's overwhelming and it's just like i love them to death and thanksgiving is like one of my favorite holidays because of how fucking crazy and fun my family is like i literally like have a video like if we can insert it that should be really funny i have a video of my grandma and my aunt doing a beer bong from last year well that's fun like that's that's the type my family is but then you know with that comes also fucking crazy fights oh my god i like i remember this one time that um at the time i was i was dating somebody and uh and i i brought him to a family function 
and he just witnessed like he's probably still traumatized to this day um i mean i don't talk to him anymore but he's probably still fucking traumatized the worst fights i've ever seen in my entire life from my family just in front of him i'm like do we have no decency at all but the way my family fights is like scary like floyd mayweather could not get in the ring with these motherfuckers like they're crazy so basically for me thanksgiving is a lot of highs and a lot of lows of emotion and it's also just like it's also fucking explaining to my my family my extended family that you know just because i've been in la for a year doesn't mean i'm gonna be in marvel movies already mm-hmm. like let's you know let's take it down a notch it's like i i always tell this to like this is just like examples i'm like um it's it's like me walking up to somebody who is like I mean, it could be literally any any industry, right? But let's just say somebody who owns a business and just started up a business like a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. Or like literally this year. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody starts up a business from the ground up. This might be you. You made a business. You're starting it up. It's like me walking up to you and being like, why aren't you a multimillionaire by now? Literally. It's like that, it, it, it's like... It's such a dumb question. I'm sorry. It's a dumb question because if you're educated and you know how a business works, it takes time. You have to build your foundation, yes. build like, and it takes time to get there. It's like winning the lottery to expect that you start a business and within the first year to the first five years, I mean, it takes a long time to even make profit, to even make right. any kind and of to profit. To even, even break even even but seriously no like because they see that illustrated in the movies you know mm-hmm. like we've talked about it you know the person moves to la and then immediately they're in the biggest fucking movies ever and they're working with quentin tarantino and it's like that's just not how it works i've made incredible progress um you know each month that goes by or like even since last year oh my god i wasn't even uh, like a threat league wasn't even a thing a mm-hmm. year ago um so it's crazy to think about like the progress in the perspective that i have but for them they just don't quite get it and then when i say oh we're you know think great things are in the works we're we're working on you know um films right now and they'll be like they'll look at me like i'm not even joking and they'll say oh it's okay one day it'll happen and i'm like okay no it's but it's, the, hap- it's happening no but that's just- this is what i've learned with family and this is just my personal thing so when i First, we'd go visit family and they would ask me questions. And I and I know that like for the most part, not everybody, because some people are shady and they're just insecure and they want to like, they're intimidated by you and like your success and what you're doing. And they, they feel insecure because they're like, I can't live up to that. Mm-hmm. And so they just try to belittle you to make them feel like they're like more you know powerful or superior or whatever so you oh, have, for sure you, you have some family members that are like that right but then you have other family members who truly care they just don't know what they're talking about they're just ignorant to like how things actually work yeah and the way that i've learned to like save my energy and to be at peace when i'm around family and i get all the questions of what are you working on what are you doing what's happening right it's like go to my social media check it out because what I've learned is, you know, if they have a specific question, like, hey, I saw this video, how did you creatively come up with it? Like, that's something, of course, like, I would love to talk about with my family. But when it comes to the overall picture, because they're not in the industry, right? It 
when I explain it, they still don't understand it because it's it's so complex and you have to be in it to really understand the terminology and like what it means. Like still to this day, and you know, I have a supportive family, but they don't they don't even really know when to be like, Oh my gosh, this is huge. Right. Because, exactly. Like like for example, I think there was like a while ago, this is like years ago, but there was like this random article that came out about me for some publication Mm -hmm. and like it wasn't like that big of an article it was just like a random article but i sent it to you know my family or whatever because i was just sending random stuff and my dad freaked out about that (laughs) but then there was like another thing that happened like i booked this like crazy big job and like um i think it was a little wayne festival or something like that yeah Yeah, so probably i was like hosting and all this stuff um and a threat co-producer and then um when i tell my dad that he's just like oh cool like he doesn't understand like the different like and I think it just comes with like learning and taking time and they're starting to understand but um I, I kind of look at it as a way of like look you can look at my social media and I'm just going to show you what I'm going to do rather than sit here and explain it to you like you're going to get it over time don't worry about it right like, pretty much that's just what I've been doing and then like I'll just show for example I'm you know I take a look at my audience who's my audience and I'm like oh they would know who Bruce Lee is and then I show my collaboration with the Bruce Lee family and the Bruce Lee brand and then I know that that'll please them okay that satisfies them okay now moving on to my aunts okay what what would they like okay they would like the commercial I did with Zac Efron's brother let's show them that like you know what I mean like you have to pick and choose um but it's just funny because like being in an Indian family, it's also a different experience because you're dealing with kind of like a language barrier and just a cultural barrier. And they'll just like some of them, like especially like the further out we go in the extended family, the less and less they'll ever understand me, which is fine. It's just entertainment when they come over. I don't know if they're coming for this Thanksgiving, um, but if they do, it's just like I remember there was this one where we were going around the table and... Um, this specific uncle was asking like, oh, what are you guys doing? What do you want to do for a career? Where are you going for college? And I said, I'm not going to college and I'm pursuing acting and martial arts full time. He didn't say anything. He moved on. Um, asked my cousin, oh, what do you want to do? I want to go to this university. And I want to be a nurse. Oh, how wonderful is that? Let me, let's, let's really talk about this. And they'll, and I'm and like, they'll I'm act like, like you know. that and they'll act like that until you make it. And then they're all going to be up your ass. Like, Raina, yeah, can you take us to this red carpet? Tell us about this. Tell us about that. Like, and like some family members, I'm not saying this is your family. I'm just saying in general, obviously, you know, and like people are in this industry and they don't get it and then they make it. Then they right. start asking for favors, money. Oh, for sure. Um, and by the way, I'm not stuff. talking like when I'm referring to the these family members that are like condescending about it i'm not talking about my immediate family i'm talking about more like like i said like the further out like extended family members that are more connected to the indian culture than like me and my cousins are you know what i mean no i, I feel I you feel like they're more understanding well i hope you know this going into the holiday season that you don't owe people shit you don't have to tell people shit. And I'll I think have daddy's voice in my head for you at home. Like if you guys are going home for the holidays, it doesn't matter what your job is. I don't care if you work in tech, if you're in school, if you're a nurse, a doctor, you know, anything like don't feel like you have to go home and impress anybody. And no, you really don't like for people who act like you need to have some kind of status or you need to be doing certain things to be uh, like approved in the family or to feel validated, then that's on them because mm-hmm. you should just be yourself, go have a good time. 
And um, I think just keeping your peace at the top of, of your mind, like it's like one of those things, like when something really exciting is happening, you, you need to be careful of who you share that information with because that will then affect you. So for example, if I booked a job and I were to go to somebody, or let's say I went to you, Raina, you would never do this, but I'm just saying, Raina, I got this big job. And you're just like, oh, how did you get it? Oh God. Oh, okay. Interesting, good job. Like that kind of reaction rather than a, what you would actually do, which is like, yes, woo, go off, go off, woo, I can't wait. Like that, there's that, it brings you down if it's not something like that. So you want to make sure that whoever you tell it to is actually genuinely happy for you. Right. Um, and so you really keep that sacred for yourself. And that's the same thing with like going to see family. Like if they're not going to be supportive, then keep your mouth shut and just share it with your friends and the people that you truly care about um, that are going to actually support you and give you that love and attention that you deserve. Um, because when you go into it and you feel like you have to impress people or prove yourself to people, mm -hmm. that shit is draining. It is so no, draining so and you're going to leave exhausted and, and I don't care how much you talk and how much you impress people you're gonna leave and you're gonna be like i wish i didn't overshare i wish i didn't mm. do all that because that was just you know too much of me that i'm pouring into other people who don't even really care or like appreciate it mm -hmm. i feel like as human beings we seek validation from people we think aren't gonna give it to us and then we work for it and we work for it. And that's why people like want their parents' validation and respect so desperately badly. But I think the key to that is just like, we just had a conversation about this yesterday, is just learning to not rely on those people for any sort of support or validation. And just because they're family doesn't mean that they're going to be essential in your um, inner circle. You know what I mean? You can keep them on the outer circle and, you know, keep them updated and um, just, cause just keep the inner peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like just because they're your family, you can always still love them. It's not that you don't love them and you yeah. don't, you know, care for them so much, but everybody has their place in your mm -hmm. life. And if a family member isn't going to give you what you give them or just give you love and light and bring you up, then they need to be put in a different, you know, category. Wow, am I boring Sorry, you? Sorry, no. Oh my God, that was a big ass yawn. My bad vibes. Oh, your eyes are water. Are you crying? Oh, Did I make crying. you emotional? You emotional? Just looking at you, vibes, and you're leaving tomorrow. I know, I'm gonna I miss am. you. I'm going to see um, my sister, my brother-in-law, and my, my cute, adorable little nephews. Oh, they're so cute. Um, I will get emotional when I, if I start talking about it more, but I miss them so much. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Oh my God. I'm, okay, listen. I think I'm extra emotional right now because I'm about to start my period. I'm but on it. I <laughs> miss my nephew so much. Obviously, my sister is my brother-in-law as well. But it's just, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to be around family. And I think that's something that I, I, I miss a lot because I'm so focused on my career. I mean, I'm in my early 20s, so that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to grind it out and go right. crazy. But when I go visit family, it just shows me and it reminds me like how special it is and, and and what it feels like to have family around mm -hmm. like oh my god to have family even a driving distance away from me i haven't had that for the past nine years i've nine been out here years. by myself and i i haven't had like any family that's even like a four-hour drive even a six-hour drive like anything and 
So just the thought of like, wow, like what a blessing to, if any of you like live close to family and like it's a drive away or something, like don't take that for granted because that is such a blessing. Like I would do anything to be able to like just see my nephews on a Sunday and, and take mm-hmm. them to school or pick them up yeah. or do something like that right all the time. But I'm going to, I'm working towards it. That's obviously yeah. a goal of mine. I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move the family out here, but um or you could have but a I'm, house over there too. No. Maybe. Oh. I, I'm sorry. No, I do not want to live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And no offense to anybody who lives in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Or, I just, um, it's just not for me. Wait, they want to mo- live in California? No. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure so they would. you just like they, a closer state. It could. I, I want to move them to Idaho. Okay, so just a closer. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Um, but. Uh, those babies are so precious. They're mm-hmm. so cute. And I don't, I mean, I love kids, but I don't say that about every single kid. They They're, are precious. Well, they love you. Um, oh, the no, last time I, last time when I was with um, them, they, um, my sister was telling me that um, she showed them my uh, videos or something like that. And then they were like, who's her sensei or who's her teacher? And then she showed them videos of Raina. And then they immediately started getting up, um, one of my nephews packs and he runs and grabs like this like punching um what is it called like a punching bag yeah it's just punching it he and then they're so all cute. getting up and they're all kicking and fighting and i'm like this is so cute and um anyway so they love you yeah too yeah they so love if you guys you. saw it that's those mm-hmm. are um samantha's nephews yeah so i'm they gonna go so see precious. them rena you're going to see family obviously we were, yep. what you were just talking about you're going to see everybody. francisco yeehaw see you've really helped me to appreciate you know the fact of that i have family close driving distance i mean my parents and my brother are a couple hours away and the cousins that i'm closest to and that i love so much are only six to eight hours away so it's and and like my oh my god i love her so much my cousin goes to a university that's only two hours away from here too so it's like i have so much comfort and home and family around me but i've told you a million times like my family is your family like my parents love you so much and i love your family yeah i I, I, obviously nothing is the same as you know being with i mean it's just it's it's something that um and i was telling you this the other day of like one of my my biggest like um what's a good word to use for it uh i'll just say my inspiration one of my biggest inspirations that get me through like the hard times is like you know sometimes when you're overworked and like you're you're exhausted and you feel maybe like creatively drained you're like what what to do next Mm -hmm. you know i feel like i've done all this what's the next move yeah whenever i get in a rut i guess that's a better word to say a rut right um what gets me through is thinking about my family and that's what inspires me of like okay this is bigger than just myself. I need to make sure that like my future kids and their their kids of the and like just generations of my family and my nephews and my sister, my siblings, my my dad. I've just I just all these people in my life that I'm like I want to make sure that no matter what everybody's always taken care of and I so sometimes when I'm like shit i just want to like lay down and just do nothing like i'm like no i need to get my ass up and i need to go harder because i have to provide for so many people i need to make sure everybody's okay and that's kind of like my purpose that like pushes me through so when i go visit family it's like um i mean obviously it's amazing to see family but it definitely just reminds me it gives me a visual of like mm. 
okay, this is like what I need to do. I need to, I want to do these things. Um, yeah. And what's beautiful too is, is that by you pursuing your goals and your dreams in a place as terrifying as Hollywood is that like your nephews are always going to believe in themselves and be able to be like, and Samantha did it. So I can do anything I set my mind to like, that's so cute. And I just know that they look up to you so much. Thank so you. so much and they're lucky to have you thank you i'm aunt manta you're aunt because i can't say samantha so aunt manta you're aunt manta yeah <laughs> um but so you know oh i think God. for anybody going home the holiday season just really look <clears throat> out for your peace of mind um i mean i guess this goes for like everything right but i think that that's like the most <laughs> important thing to protect um and if anybody ever tries to come at you with anything don't be afraid to just not respond and you know obviously you can always stand up for yourself and respond in certain moments but you don't know you don't owe anybody anything anything anything. even if you're a grown adult and like response yeah and if you're a grown adult like you feel like you have this obligation like for me for years i'm like oh shoot like I need to fly across the country. I need to do this because, you know, I need to I need to go see family and stuff. But sometimes you get to a certain age and you get to a certain point in your life where you're like, it's too emotionally draining for me. I need to just stay home. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Like, you're not no a bad shame. person for that. You know, it's a two-way street. And if anybody tries to say you're not putting in enough effort, it's like, well, why don't you come to me this year? You know, exactly. why don't we change it up? So don't feel bad for doing what's best for you. Um and i hope that you guys have an amazing thanksgiving happy holidays happy guys. holidays because if you don't celebrate thanksgiving i told Raina this when i was on tour i was on tour and literally they had us flying to a show on thanksgiving and i i didn't want to say anything because i didn't want to complain because i was like i guess this is just like what needs to happen to get to the show like we have mm-hmm. to leave on thanksgiving and then like i later realized that everybody on the tour was from different countries so they didn't have they didn't know what not they didn't they didn't know what thanksgiving was but they don't they're celebrate so thanksgiving aware. yeah and so i was like happy thanksgiving everybody and they're like what and i'm like oh okay so this is what's happening nobody celebrates thanksgiving and mm-hmm. that's why we're flying on thanksgiving and they're like oh shit sorry right. i'm like yeah okay but anyway that's why i'm so glad i'm american and i have thanksgiving because i love thanksgiving all the food it's, but um yeah but it was so funny happy holidays happy holidays um one thing i want to say it was so fucking funny because you, you know you're talking about your why and your purpose which it's the same for me you know it's like inspiring the next generation and then also being able to um take my family and the people who've always believed in me where i go and give them back exactly what they've put into me in my career my entire life but my cousin (laughs) the other day she this is the one that's in college um she she calls me and she's like crying like she's sobbing she's like i can't do this the classes are so hard i fucking hate frat boys it's so hard here can you just get famous and then just take me along like the kardashians i'll be kendall you'll be kim please i can't fucking do this and i was like listen I got you. I got you. And it was an emotional little moment because I was like, yes, yes, I will I will take you to the top and you won't have to work for shit, honey. <laughs> it would is she gonna be like one of your like entourage people? Oh, she won't what, What's gonna she, be her job? She has to do a job. She can't just sit around and do nothing. No, Alex, she she has a really 
well first of all she's really fucking she's a lot like you like she's very like witty and smart and i feel like she would be great at like doing bts and like social media content but also kind of being like my assistant like my spokesperson you know like especially if like somebody fucked me over she'd go up to them and be like yeah you little bitch like she'd be that type of person like just fucking like rag on them yes alex go i love that no i could totally see that it is interesting working with family but as long as there's like certain boundaries set then you should be good we've literally never had issues like we if we have try working with them oh no i mean like i meant like okay we fight all the time okay but i think because we're not scared to say anything to each other ever mm-hmm. ever like she'll literally look at me and be like you need to fix that and i'll be like okay or like look, you I w- sounded stupid when you said this i okay. think it's i think it's a great idea to have the people that you trust the most in your inner circle i think that's like key to success is having people that you trust and everything um and that day will come yeah and you'll have you'll have alex following you around with a little you camera alex? yelling at people <laughs> get the fuck out of the way i'm just kidding Literally. Um, but okay so i think that we should dive into our a threat therapy question Oh, what is it for today? Um, by the way, guys, if you want to submit your threat therapy questions, do not do it in our DMs. Oh, we yeah. will not be responding to you. It's not in the DMs. If you it want to s- down in the DM, it go down in the Google form. It go down in the Google form. It go down in the Google. I was form. waiting because I thought you were going to continue singing the song. That's why I was just staring at you, um, or just ignoring me again. I wasn't like ignoring you, you. I was waiting. Anyway. So it's a Google form. Click the link in our bio. It'll take you to the Google form and you can submit your questions and we can possibly call you on the show. Oh, I loved it. If one of you guys can answer, that would be incredible. Also, I'm really like, I'm thirsty for you (laughs) and for my water. (laughs) Go get your water. I'm going to pull up the question. How far can I make this rubber band go? (laughs) Dude, I I don't do that because my... You okay? It just hit me in the eye. <gasps> Are you okay? Oh, I'm good. Oh, I mean, you said it hit you in the eye. Okay. Did I tell you that um, I found I was cl- going in my storage unit, and um, one of the buckets from that one fire that happened, and though the sprinkler system went off. Mm-hmm. And I thought everything was okay, but this last week when I went through, this whole box was like completely soaked in water. And it was a box, and I didn't know this, but my childhood diaries were all in it. No. Like up to, I would say up to like childhood all the way up to when I was like 21, 22 years old. Fuck, I thought it wasn't any of the sentimental yeah, shit. Yeah, well, because, but I just discovered this two days ago. And so I had, and it was like moldy and shit. And like, this is not like the clothes in it. I was like, I just threw it all away. But the diaries, I'm like, I can't throw this away. I don't care if it's moldy. I can't. Yeah. So anyways, I like had to wait for it to air dry. And then after it air dried, I had to put it in Ziploc bags today with some like baking soda I had to put oh. in the freezer oh what yeah the fuck? and then i'm gonna take it out and i'm gonna just take pictures of all the stuff but yeah oh my god it fu- it's been mm-hmm. fucking with me because i'm, I'm like sorry. damn that's not something that this is why i hate diaries like that's why i've started doing like different types of like video journals because i feel like with diaries like if that book gets lost then it's like you lose everything all that is gone so it's like i'd rather do it in a system or like on a hard drive and then check right. it all out anyways well i'm sorry it's be that fine. happened it's just that- crazy yeah anyway okay 
So, uh, a threat therapy question. Here we go. Um, I'm just going to read this one out. Okay. So. Merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now. Steve the snowman. That was beautiful. Frosty the snowman was a happy Okay. Um, okay, so this this first a threat therapy question is I love it was just like back to normal. Um, okay. The name is Cute Loner. This is That's Cute Loner. Me. Period. Honestly though. Okay, this is the question. Bam. I have crippling social anxiety. I've had it since I was a kid. I absolutely hate it. I've always been told to just get out of my comfort zone and just speak up, but it's easier said than done. I'll be in public settings and want to speak up, but my voice just shuts down on me. I know my worth and I know I'm amazing. I just can never seem to find the courage inside me. I've always um, I've always felt my anxiety is hiding who I really am. I'm always trying to improve, but I'll take any advice you guys got. P.S. Love your content and Reina. Current Pitbull song on repeat is Blood is Thicker Than Water. Hope you approve. LOL. That's the one that we listened to and we were like, I was like, what? Like as a Pitbull fan, I had no idea this existed. So thank you for putting me on. Mm -hmm. Like, I love this person. I want to kiss you. Yeah, we were like, I was going through last night and I was like, oh this is a good one and then i was like blood is thicker than water and we were like that's not a pitbull song and then we looked it up and it literally is like Shirlina. he's like on his fucking like, dr gray shit i see in america living the american oh shit dr dre pitbull uh-huh he said he's i'm like he's on some fuck shit anyway um that was crazy do you want to hit us off on this one yes i i first of all girl I, I'm assuming it's, it's a girl. Or it's cute it loner. Cute loner. Okay. I don't know. It could be a guy. It could be a guy. Um, cute loner. I feel you. It took me many years to be able to find the confidence in my voice and to speak out in any situation. I'm actually still finding that within myself because it is terrifying. Um, I think that once you develop your point of view and perspective on life, that like you're really comfortable and like confident in it's sort of easier to speak out on it because you just feel like it's you and it's your most authentic self and you're being genuine in everything you say and speak out on i think as time goes on you just it's like flexing a muscle you know it's kind of it's something you have to develop to be able to just feel comfortable speaking out and that's why public speaking is one of the top fears in the entire world because people do have issues with that it's scary it is so you're not alone i'm just saying that i think the more that you are comfortable being uncomfortable and putting yourself out there and you flex that muscle more and more as time goes on you're gonna just be more confident in yourself and your voice i love that good answer rena wow what a no oh my god i held that um i would say reduce caffeine intake especially before you're about to do something that requires maybe public speaking or whatever gives you anxiety try to cut off caffeine Mm. um take an edible I don't know what I don't know what state She's you're in. She's given like the the good answers because no, these are things you can apply right now. I'm like coming from somebody who has anxiety, like for real. Um, take an edible before you go to bed at night, or you know, look into something that maybe will help reduce the um, 
you know, because it's racing thoughts. Whenever my thoughts don't stop and whenever I can't go to sleep, I remember I'm like, oh, I had, you know, caffeine six hours ago. Like, I think they say you're supposed to stop having caffeine in the day before, like, you should not have caffeine caffeine after, I think, like, 2 p.m. or something like that for, like, good sleep and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think those two, and then also just working on some grounding exercises. For me, if I feel really anxious, I'll, like, feel something. Like, I'll feel like Mm -hmm. this, and I'll be like, okay, what am I looking at? Okay, I'm looking at a blanket. It feels like this. What are, like, some scents that I'm smelling right now? Like, it really helps you stay present, um, and it helps me with, with my anxiety so that's what i would say all right well um i hopefully that helps you guys if you're dealing with something like that or anxiety um and that's it for today's episode um have a great thanksgiving if you celebrate thanksgiving um stay safe eat lots of sweet potatoes and make sure to rate review share this podcast five stars please a good review our little casseroles we love you Please. Please. Um, Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks this holiday season by giving thanks to us. To us. And we'll give thanks (laughs) to you. Uh, We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday and every Wednesday after that. Love you. Mwah.